This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Erin McGowan, certified personal trainer and mad that it's still raining in LA. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and lemon stan. Ooh, interesting. You found the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes half-baked information. (laughs) Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Let's do it. Do you know I have a a lime right here next to me? Lime? I like limes, too. It's like you knew. It's like you knew. And what what were lime. you doing? Um, tequila shots? Little lime? Little <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like eight tequila shots right before we record. Do you think it reads? I think it does. I think it <laughs> improves. It's like uh, you're a little looser. You're a little more interesting. You're a little more fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's how it's been since I was, what, 12, 13? So, um, no, I was putting lime in my Topo Chico. That's the oh, truth. Oh, nice. I, I'm a, I like the lime ones, but they were out of the lime ones. So I had to work around. Probably better to do your own flavor. Yeah, it actually right? tastes really good. Yeah. Seems like so. it's good. I remember as a young, as a youth, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff this episode. Um, we got some listener questions, some emails we're responding to. Aaron tried another TikTok fad. I didn't have time to try it. So I'm going to be peppering her with questions. Um, <laughs> And uh, we'll see what else we can get to. So that's kind of the blueprint. But I did want to bring up, uh, it, while we're talking about those tequila shots, yeah, as please. a kid being fascinated by that whole process of, you do you, it's like you do the, do you do the salt first, the shot, and then you chase it with the, the as lime? a child, as a child, you were fascinated. No, you'd by- see it in movies, and I was like, <laughs> okay. "What? What is that?" Like, I didn't get like that they were trying to like it. There was some kind of flavor enhancement that was going on. I was just trying to understand the ritual of it. I feel like That's a in good um, point. Caddyshack, he does something. Chevy Chase's character does something funny with it, to where like he snorts the he the, snorts the the salt. salt? Yeah. <laughs> Like takes the lime and then like throws the shot over his shoulder or something funny. I don't remember. I bet he does do something funny. He's a funny, he's a funny guy until he became an old, an old crank racist or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. He's very good when he's in those movies, Fletch and (laughs) Caddyshack and stuff. I don't honestly think I've seen Caddyshack, which I know you're shocked by, but maybe I'll watch it today. You'll watch it today? (laughs) Well, if I don't watch a movie like that, like an old movie, if I don't like watch it today or tomorrow, like probably though today, I will never think about it again. So yeah, we've been watching the Oscar movies. And so we kind of are done with the ones we're going to watch. And so um, we're open for new. Any, uh, Anger on your end as far as how the Oscars went, or do you like how it all shook out? Oh, I, I'm a fine. I, I don't. I'm not. Uh, what's you the don't word? Care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I care. Sometimes I have like you know big feelings. I think 
everything everywhere all at once deserves uh, you know all the accolades i like that it won yeah um stone might stone loved it we watched it together stone loved it oh, i had a good cute. time with it i think i understood most of it after i went back and rewatched it the whole way through um but it's that like i really like that B- banshees movie I'd the Banshees of Inisherin. Yes, that movie. I loved that movie. Yeah, I, liked, and, I enjoyed that too. And I really like Triangle of Sadness. That movie was uh, surprisingly fun to me. I enjoyed yeah. it. So I liked that. I liked uh, The Fablemans a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. I like that one too. What else did I like? I liked Tar a lot. You did? did? You like I thought that was yeah. so... I just I thought it. it was a little boring. I thought it was so fucking funny. I, I was like laughing the whole time. <laughs> Seriously. I, you I were really was. the whole time. That's yeah, fun. just because she's so cringy, you know, and just like her fucking yeah. sinking herself. And then the end I thought was so funny. Um, <laughs> I don't know that that's what they were going for, Stanger, but I like I think that it that's is. I, I think it is. I think going to a big time comedy? Really? I think that I I don't I think more dark comedy. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. like they were trying to do like Caddyshack, but sure, sure. Th- thanks for bringing the reference of the only comedy movie I haven't seen. Come on, <laughs> come on. Um, okay, I did. I liked the element of the, the music part. That's stuff I always am fascinated by because I was in it, but not ever like that deep. And mm-hmm. there's like part of me that wonders what my life would have been like had I really gone gone that direction because there was a time I really thought about it yeah so. I, I I her performance was amazing and um I don't know I there there was just a lot that I like the like all just them making fun of how pretentious she is and all that shit <laughs> I you know and I was like I was fascinated as as it being like a real meditation on power um mm. too which was interesting and you know kind of taking the road less traveled to show you how somebody could um, continue to soar despite, you know, abusing their power and how absolute power ultimately corrupts. I mean, cause it's like the obvious choice would be to be, have her, have it be a man, you know, right. then we would all understand that. Um, and that's often how it is. It's not like I'm saying like, finally the women get taken down <laughs> a little bit too. Okay. Cause I was about to ask Stanger. <laughs> but it does make you understand it a little bit more. And then also it is kind of interesting because she, you know, her talent obviously doesn't go away. She goes right. off to, you know, continue. She's still like working her ass off on whatever this thing is going to be. So it's like, she, you know, she is a hard worker, but you know, she, she shouldn't be allowed to be doing what she's doing. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that all this shit was so funny. Like in her apartment, when she starts like going crazy and playing all the music, I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff that made me laugh in it. But anyway, we don't have to get, too into the weeds on <laughs> we're in the weeds we're in the weeds um so 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 i'll watch caddyshack you've never seen it before that's what you're saying that's what i th- i don't think i have i don't think i have it's about there's golfing, some good there's some right? good stuff in there there's like a, a weird middling very mid thing about the actual caddies in the movie and i read a book about it and rightfully so, they they try to focus a little bit more I, after production started on Chevy Chase's character, on 
uh, Bill Murray's character on Robert or Rodney Dangerfield's character. And originally the script was a lot about the, the caddies in the movie, which was a big thing where they'd have these caddies, you know, mm-hmm. like on golf courses, you don't really see it as much anymore because it's people just use golf carts and shit. But, um, and so like, they had like all these kind of like unknown taking our jobs. Yeah, man. Fucking <laughs> John Henry, Paul Bunyan. But, um, it, uh, like the original script focused more on them and their stories and they cast a bunch of unknowns and planned on shooting a lot of scenes with them and including like a pregnancy scare, which does find its way into the movie. But once they were there with all these comedy stars, Harold Ramis, who was directing, was like, fuck, we're just going to fucking try to focus on them. So anytime they kind of go to the caddies, it's a little like, and there's one woman in there, God bless her. Who's doing like an Irish accent, despite not being Irish. And you kind of wonder, like, why even make her Irish? Is it that <laughs> important? There's a lot of like takes for nothing, you know. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's uh, the. I can't remember. There's another line like, "She's the biggest whore this side." I'm told, or something like that. <laughs> probably, probably offensive to the folks over at uh, Inishirin, uh, the fictitious island that the Banshees takes place on. <laughs> God, I don't think you've ever done an Irish accent around me. Oh, there you go. Well, well there's a there's my bad. There's my hacky one. Thirteen times. I. What was my friend always said? You have. There's one sentence, and she taught it to me. And it's. Uh, let's see if I can still do it. It's like we little potato farmer, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that sounds a little Swedish. Um, oh yeah. We little potato farmer. It's like if your dad was a Swede and your mom was Irish, that's yeah. how you would say that. Potato. A potato. There's a, no. there's some interesting stuff in there, depending on what region you're, there's a lot, there's like a bunch of different dialects for all the, the, the regions of Ireland, but like the Dublin, you know, they're saying like, fuck, quit fucking about. And what they'll do like, Michael the- was a boy for a fight any time of the day or the night. <laughs> Are you reading a cue card? It looks like you're reading cue cards. I am. I got one just off camera here. <laughs> just in case this comes up. But in in that Banshee movie, it was, they kept saying feck. They say feck. Which yeah, is, feckin'. Is, feck. Feckin', which is like a, it's like a less harsh, it's not quite to the level of fuck. Right. So I kind of like that though. Quit feckin' about um, yeah. but they they will say fuck sometimes, but they go fuck. <laughs> That's how they do their <laughs> use in like the kind of Dublin. Yeah. Oh, feck, feck. feck. Um, Get to so feck. that was that was a fun. I, we I, ha- cause I we shot have... a short film over in Ireland. It was really oh, fun. Oh, that's I what like, you wanted to bring up. <laughs> I like everybody over. I had a good time with everybody over there, and they they would say. Did stuff you have to like, do the accent? No, I was in no. a, like a stupid American. You know, Great. Cast as a stupid American. <laughs> Perfect. But they uh, brought you over there to do it. Yeah, that's it was awesome. Really, really fun, and um, I liked the people a lot. And there was some great stuff that they would say. Um, oh, like I was. I remember I was like texting back and forth with this guy that was my driver there, and uh, I said like, "Okay, I'll be ready to go," and he'd respond, "Deadly," you know, like "good" or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. Deadly. Yeah. Oh, no, you're grand. Grand, you know, is like fine. 
You know, like, I'm, I'm all right. Fine. They would say grand for that. And, grand. Um, good crack, which is like good. Oh, foon. <laughs> foon. But it's not, they don't spell like crack, like crack cocaine. It's like something else. Like, it meant like good foon. And they, they constantly reference this sitcom called uh, Father Ted, um, which ran for like two seasons there or something. But like they were always talking about it as like, at least the people I was hanging out with, I don't want to generalize. But, um, and like the way I could, I, and I watched like an episode or two and this guy was a comedian who played Father Ted, who was really funny. But they're like, they, the, the guy I was talking to felt like it really nailed the Irish kind of sense of humor, mm-hmm. but they would reference <laughs> it the way that we do the Simpsons. You know, like the Simpsons is a real mm-hmm. yeah. kind of like Cultural. you're constantly, yeah, yeah touchstone. But I remember the what this one woman who I was acting with right at the time Conor McGregor had been getting in trouble with the UFC. He's a UFC fighter. Oh yeah. And like uh he was like I don't know, f- they fucked up somebody's bus and like he broke a window or something. And uh I said, "What do you think about your your guy Conor McGregor getting in all this trouble?" And she was just like, "Ah, nah. It's just a couple of lads having some fun." <laughs> just a couple of lads having a bit of fun. Having a bit of fun. Yeah, that they have great tea there. They like do their tea fucking perfect, and like you're having tea all the time. And um, <laughs> I remember like uh, they they had like the these time. they had these fucking straight up like sandwich cookies that were like not Oreos but like chocolate sandwich cookies or something biscuit. Would you like a biscuit with your tea? I'd be like, <laughs> no. Nah. It was like seven in the morning. It's like I don't want a fucking chocolate sandwich cookie. They're like, oh, you're mad. You're mad. You're not going to have a biscuit with your tea. Ah, oh, you're mad. <laughs> I was like, this is like a fucking, you know, Oreo motherfucker. But, um, Hey, yeah. you can't, I mean, when in Rome, oh, you're okay. Mad. You're not going to have a biscuit with your tea. Ah, oh, you're mad. <laughs> but I, I blast. I loved them. I mean, I mean, I went to Ireland and I didn't get offered one breakfast cookie. So I, I will go back and I will find. I was in Dublin. I, I was, I, it wasn't doing tourist stuff. It was straight up working. The whole crew was Irish and it was weird times, you know, like we're, so mm-hmm. we're up at like seven in the morning or six in the morning on a call or whatever. And you're getting kind of crafty craft services stuff. So, you know, that's not to say that if you're just a, uh, you know, a working person in Dublin that you're going to be having <laughs> cookies in the morning. A biscuit with your tea every morning, you know. <laughs> Are you mad? Your face when you do it. Mad. <laughs> Can't believe you're not gonna have a biscuit with your tea. You're mad. <laughs> I asked you thirteen times. <laughs> I wonder if you'll get offensive. Uh, if you'll get booked on another short film after this nope, episode. That's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of that. End of that. Well, Stinger, I just came back from a tiny town in Texas. We talked about this in our last episode. Okay, so you wanted you were some some specific things you wanted to bring up about your time yes. spent there in the yeah. big, in the Lone Star State. Uh, well, you guys, you know the people listening, they know I'm trying to do a, You're a cut. cut. I'm in a cut, and this has been the biggest joke of my life. <laughs> um, it, it, it sort of started, it was attempted to start about like a month, maybe a month and a half ago, honestly, at this point. And uh, it was really stalling out. 
And then I went to Texas to help my mom and her two sisters with a, a living estate sale for my granny's house that she has lived in for like 60, 65 years. So a long time in this house. Granny now lives in an assisted living home, but is, you know, not doing 100% health-wise. So this kind of needed to happen. So I'm going, I'm doing the good daughter thing uh, and going to help out. So I like Googled this town. It's a town called Cuero, Texas. It is like you fly to Austin and then you drive two hours. Uh, I think it's like Southeast, um, but it's a tiny town does not have a Starbucks for like, that's just like the, how I'm trying to explain how tiny it is. Right. I asked you about this last time. It's not like you're a fucking freak for Starbucks. You were just trying to say like, what am I up against here? Like how, how rural is this? Because you know, the joke is there's a fucking Starbucks everywhere. I remember an onion headline that said, uh, Starbucks (laughs) opens in bathroom of Starbucks. (laughs) So it made me laugh. (laughs) And that's like, that's what it feels like. Like if, if, even if you're in the most rant, like I was in the Middle East and I went to a Starbucks, like it's, it just feels like you should be able to find a Starbucks anywhere. Yeah. There's pictures of like Buzz Aldrin, like getting a Starbucks, like on the moon. You're just right like, on the, the moon. Fuck? This was yeah. years ago too. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> so anyway, so this, this is just what I'm working with here. I do love um, how he like will wear shirts of like astronauts and stuff. And it's just like, we get it old man. You went to outer <laughs> space. All right. <laughs> We get it, old man. Wear a hat of it, if you know. It's just like, all right, we know why you're here. You don't have to fucking keep your. <laughs> I wouldn't shut up about it either. Um, you know, I tried to go to Mars, right? Have we talked about that? No, we haven't. That I applied to. Oh be- yes, you. I think we did. You applied, yeah. I applied. I applied. Yes, uh, made it through to the top 700 people. Anyways, um. Anyway, Seems like somebody so, was just trying to get your email and stuff. I know. And that's when I, I stopped trying to get in there when they wanted my medical records. That's why I said, yeah. no, Norbert, I will not, uh, <laughs> I will not be emailing you my medical records, um, along with 699 other people. Um, so I get to, I get to Texas and I first stop at a barbecue restaurant. It's so good. I did have some cucumbers. They did have that as a, aside that was like a little cucumber salad is is texas barbecue it's more dry rub right so you're not dealing with a ton of sauce right kansas city's a little bit more saucy kind of wet and texas is smoked dry rub yeah 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 and so like the i had like smoked chicken it was really good but i was like trying to be healthy and picking chicken um very very salty like so salty i was so dehydrated i felt like after it, i was just like chugging water um but they just also have like white bread like wonder bread white bread just yeah, every slices restaurant, of white bread just yeah. everyone's handing you slices of white bread um but this place like it was also like i wasn't in a place and this doesn't happen to me very often i wasn't in a place that i had any control over my food and 
also didn't want to be like a nightmare diva to be yeah, like, you're, you're there to help out. You're not on yes. vacation. So right. it's just, you're kind of at the mercy of everybody else's schedule and yeah. where they want to eat and what's and convenient. Yeah. Right. Convenience. It was like, that was kind of the name of the game. And it's also like, it's a living estate sale, but we are also staying in the house. So we're selling the microwave. Microwave was gone. Selling the refrigerator. Thankfully, the refrigerator didn't go until after I left. But it was like, you can't have, you can't just like keep stuff in the fridge. There's no, like, we're selling the pots and the pans. So if you're lucky, there's a pan left if you want to make anything on the stove. So as this stuff goes away, it's like, y'all, we're going to Taco Bell, y'all. Yes. (laughs) You're like, all right. (laughs) Well, so, so we had... I may, I did ask my mom if we could stop at the store and just see if I could find like a bag of vegetables because also when I got when I had barbecue then the next meal we just had Mexican food and it was just like every man for themselves and then the next day it's just like chaos. And I was like, I need to go to the store. I need to find a vegetable. So I found a bag of spinach. They did not have broccoli at this grocery store. I looked everywhere. The only place I could find it was if you bought one of those, um, like veggie trays with the ranch in the middle. Oh yeah, It was a little section of broccoli. (laughs) I'll tell you what, you get yourself a veggie tray. That's the only way you're going to be finding any broccoli here in the good state of Texas. A little ranch like, in the middle, some baby carrots. And some ca- freaking uncooked tomatoes. cauliflower. Yeah, uncooked Always cauliflower. a big hit at every... Everybody loves that shit, man. It's like inedible. It's like, okay, I guess if we want to play fucking softball, we could use one of these cauliflower florets. Oh my God. You're right. There's never a cauliflower floret, floret gone. It's always the last thing. Yeah. Carrots um, go quick. Yeah. Snap peas go quick. Snap peas go quick. People will get into the broccoli, get a little ranch on that broccoli <laughs> like a little some bitch. So I just got, I got a bag of broccoli and then we got a, the tray to take for, for the family. And so I just put, I, my family ordered Pizza Hut pizza, which I haven't had. And I can't oh, tell Jesus you Christ. how long I <laughs> I'll tell you how long. And so I just, because we didn't have any dressing, like salad dressing. There wasn't like oil and vinegar. I just was like, well, there's enough oil on this pizza. So I smashed spinach. I wish I would have taken a picture of how insane this looked. Like I was looked like a psycho, but I just piled spinach on top of a piece of pizza. And just used the cheese oil. Yep, I just used that good old cheese oil as my my dressing. It was dark. It was very dark times. Um, now, can I ask you, does anybody out pizza the hut? Or? God, I'm telling you, this pizza was, what you know fuck? what? Pizza Hut. It used to be, I, I used to get it for like reading, I think. Like you get like a personal pan pizza f- from Pizza oh, Hut yeah. for reading. That was like the only time I went, but I would be. <laughs> My parents were even like, eh. Uh, uh, yeah. I, listen, yeah. I used to throw down on some Pizza Hut when I was a kid, even middle school, probably high school. But I really cannot tell you the last time I had 
Pizza Hut. Like yeah. it is the last on the list. Even after I would go to Domino's before I would even Little yeah. Caesars. Domino's, Papa John's, Little Caesars. Yes. Yeah, all those before you end up there. So it was um it was that was a really dark day for for me. How and was, I was the like, pizza? It was really fine. Like I don't I think I was so just hungry because it really was like very exhausting. And so Oh there yeah, wasn't, I mean this is like where you're fucking starved. You're just like on your feet. Yes. Uncomfortable all day, cold. T- talking it's to a, strangers about yeah, my just, granny's uh, possessions. Um, yeah, just trying to hawk a bunch of garbage. You know, like, <laughs> hey, will yes. you just buy this garbage from us so we don't have to fucking think about it anymore? It's yeah. it's really the worst. It's like physically and mentally exhausting. It's also sad. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's, it's kind of everything. You're just like looking at, like, I came home and went through all of my clothes and was like, Aaron, you have to let some of this go because you don't want to be 92 and have your granddaughter going through your clothes. Uh, Does anybody want what's this back Christmas uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks t shirt? <laughs> I mean, I would have taken that if that was there. I did get a Christmas sweater because um, nice. it has a little black dog on it. It looks like Charlie. Anyway. Um, so that was I just that was kind of my game plan was uh, throw this spinach on anything and everything, but then I will say it was also like my family doesn't drink alcohol. Mm. What they so do you know. is double dessert. They're a big dessert house. Huge. So no wine, but you're getting you know a couple dishes of ice cream. <laughs> yes, I one night I was only there for three nights. But the second night I was there, my aunt brought out a, pu- a plate of cakes, different cakes she had cut up into small pieces and was just like, have at it, everybody. And she said it right in front of me. And I was like, you're going to be fine. You don't need cake. Like, this is not the day for cake. But it sat there for like an hour. So finally, I'm broken down inside. I take a freaking piece of cake. Well, I'm halfway through my piece of cake. And my other aunt goes, Oh, Aaron, I I forgot. I made you your favorite pie because I know you haven't had one in so long. And I was like, bring it out, bitch. Let's do this. So then I had a piece of pie. Anyway, this trip ended with a- um, well, well, Hold, hold more, on here. Yeah, okay. What, 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 were, what were the cakes? Were they homemade? And Yeah, they were. They, well, so actually- let's break, I, let's break it all down because people okay. want to hear the, yeah, the facts people on this hear shit. It. One the what I ended up eating was a chocolate sheet cake. Okay. It's a thinner cake, chocolate, great. chocolate Sounds frosting. Great. So good. That's what I ended up eating. But I think the other was store bought, maybe. But it was a red velvet and a cho- uh, mm, I think it was another chocolate cake. But that, I don't think that one was homemade. Red velvet with cream cheese frosting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. And it looked. It looked good. Looked good. Yeah. But you went for the chocolate sheet cake, which sounds mm-hmm. good as hell. And then what's mm-hmm. your favorite pie that you don't get to have? We've talked about oh, it, it, I think, before. It's the buttermilk pie. Oh, yeah, 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 It's like yeah. a custardy pie. It's so good. I love it so is much. Is it truly your favorite, or did you just not want to hurt her feelings? No, it really is my favorite. It really is, okay. And I don't, like, my mom didn't make it this year at Christmas, which my mom is usually who makes it. And so my aunt was like, well, your mom said she didn't make it for you, so I had extra buttermilk in a pie crust, so I made it. I was like, who has extra buttermilk? That's a great... <laughs> so pie crust wasn't from scratch, though. 
No. Oh, that's. <laughs> hey, come on, Aunt. what's her it name? It was so good, Aunt Lydia. <laughs> come on, Lydia, Aunt Lydia, Lydia Tar. Uh, surprise! surprise. Change from Linda. Her little childhood house is all fucking funny, and her like her name's just Linda. I I, I thought it was there was a lot of funny shit. Um, so to watch that movie with you, I was so annoyed the whole time. Okay, I was just cackling with laughter. Um. Okay, so yeah, and that's that's a good lesson in how overrated willpower is. It'll wear you down. I mean, it, you know, if you're tempted by this stuff and you can, get it out of your house because otherwise it just fucking wears you down. And yeah. also, you know, a piece of cake, piece of pie ain't going to kill you. It ain't going to break you. But if you're trying to, you know, if you're trying to be good, it it, it is tough to have that stuff right under your nose. Also, yeah. we've <sighs> talked about it before. I can't remember what it is, but... There's some part of your brain. I, I heard this on a radio lab thing and pardon me for, you know, telling the same shit over and over again, but you know, mm. I'm getting up there in age and uh, I have about <laughs> two or three things I can kind of recite, but they, they did a study on these people. They didn't know what they were participating in and they separated these folks in different rooms and they would give them a series of numbers to remember. Um, and so each time they would go into a room, the num the amount of numbers and sequences that they had to remember would would they would add to it. And in between, while they're going from room to room, they'd be in a hallway and they'd be presented with refreshments. And the refreshments were like an apple, you know, some nuts, chocolate cake, other stuff. So it was like essentially like healthy options and then an unhealthy option in the chocolate cake. So they found that the majority of people would, um, while they had just this, like an uncomplicated sequence of numbers to remember, would pick the healthy option almost all the time. And huh. then as they increased the sequencing and they got more complicated, eventually people started in like huge sizable numbers picking the chocolate cake. And what they found was once that part of your brain gets overloaded with, you know, shit, you know, stress, whatever it is, stuff you have to focus on, stuff you have to memorize. So like you, you know, all the shit that's going on in your life and, you know, you having to go out there and help and the pressures of that and family and all that stuff. It's the same part of your brain that has impulse control. And so then you, <laughs> yeah. you lose that yeah, and then you tracks. make like the, un, yeah, you make the unhealthy choice and it just kind of happens. You know, there's only yeah. so much your brain can do. And some of these different departments, you know, do a couple of different things. And if one of them gets overloaded, then it's just like, well, looks we're like we're eating chocolate cake and pie tonight. I mean, so you can give yourself a break, but I mean, yeah, I think people think that like, God, if I were just a stronger person, I would be able to resist the temptation and we're all the same. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, it's going to get you. It's going to get you. It's, I mean, it got me. It did. Um, but I was able to get a couple of good workouts in that made me feel better, but I did have to like get up like early and like do that first because it was like once the day started, it was like over for anything like for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, that meant I got a little less sleep, but also I felt a little more like myself. So that was, and I just used, I took like the bands that, uh, that are easy to travel with. I took those and then my, my 
my granny had some like bricks in the backyard. So I used those as weights one day just to be, I don't know, kind of funny to myself. And it was great. And, um, the trip did end with the, uh, another barbecue and Taco Bell. So it really did a full wow, Taco Bell. I said it as yeah. a joke, but it was a I real know. thing. It was the real thing, but I a lot have, of and I twist. <laughs> no. What's up, Bell Babies? It's Aaron here, interrupting the episode to talk to you guys about Athletic Greens. Now, this partner of ours, I use this product literally every day. Stanger uses this product literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because of Stanger, because of the dumbbells, and I thought it was just going to be something I tried, I could talk about, cool, 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 but it actually became an integral part of my daily routine so much so that I take it when I travel. Um, cause it let's get into, let's get into why the, because, okay. Because with one scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day. Right. So you understand, you feel me on why I'm taking this with me wherever I go. Now, this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Hello, all of the things. Okay, so this is my morning routine. I just drop it in some ice cold, yummy water. I have it at my house. You know, you know, you got it there too. Okay, I blend it up, shake it up, easy breezy, and I'm skyrocketing into health, wellness. Now, this benefits my life because I don't have to shop for all of these individual ingredients. It is lifestyle friendly. So if you're eating keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you're going to be good. Contains less than one gram of sugar, which is great. I'm doing my cut. If you guys have listened to any of this, I need low sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. It has like this like mild tropical flavor um, that makes me feel fancy and healthy. And I don't know a better feeling. Now, lots of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with huge benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. Now, it also helps with better sleep quality and recovery. It also supports mental clarity and alertness. And it's 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 costing you because you're probably thinking, what are we talking here? It is costing you less than $3 a day. So you're actually investing in your health and it's cheaper than my cold brew habit. I'm I'm trying to take that down a little bit. So this, you know, we'll, we're going to do the math and see if it still holds up. But it's, it's cheaper than getting all of these different supplements yourself. Listen, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance situation. So 
If you don't believe me, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It is recommended by professional athletes. And listen, it's trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. So check them out too. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, let's hold on. What was it? What did you get at barbecued chicken again? No, this time I got turkey and sausage. Good. Really good. And the not, bread at this place was insanely good. Shit. Not just not just uh, Wonder Bread, something else. No, it was like homemade white bread. Yeah, it was good. Sounds um, good. And then um, what was your Taco, Taco Bell, Bell order? order? Come on, you know, what, the, you know what show this is. It was uh, the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Oh, Cheesy Gordita. Wow. Okay. <laughs> cheesy Gordita Crunch and a chi- uh, chicken quesadilla. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. I so, ate it all. How are the quesadillas there? Good. Pretty good? Yeah. Absolutely. I I hadn't had Taco Bell, like, at least those two things. I haven't had those two things from Taco Bell in a while. And they both held up. They hit. In my opinion. Yeah. But that was kind of my, I like, I got that on the way home back to my house from the airport. It was like my, my okay. final hurrah, just eat shit and have a great night slash tomorrow morning is a new day and we got to lock this shit down. Yeah. So I have taken the Stanger salad. Oh. I've taken... What I've heard from you and your little, your little dinner routine, little, <laughs> your little dinner routine, and I am now doing it. So this is part of the mental gymnastics. I was like, I'm tired of thinking about what's for dinner. Do you ever get like that? Yeah. Or, yeah. It's exhausting. Okay. It can be fucking exhausting. It's exhausting in general. And especially like I laid out earlier coming yes. from the trip that you were on where it's just like I don't fucking have the bandwidth to dream yeah. up a fucking gourmet meal here it's just not gonna yeah. fucking, I, I just need to plug and play yep so I so I talked to Jason and I was like I'm doing a salad every night for dinner except Saturday night Saturday night we can go out to a restaurant have a nice whatever but every other night I'm having a freaking salad with the freaking protein on it And I am, that's it. I don't even care. There's, we're not, I'm not doing this. So I, Singer, have now been effectively doing this since Monday, which has only been a week. I feel incredible. I feel like I have control back in my, in my cut. And I'm seeing that number drop like a motherfucker. So it's not all about the number, but I was really nervous. It was going to be bad after my trip. 
and I'm just eating so many vegetables. That's yeah. my game plan is I'm eating. I don't think I've ever focused on vegetables as much as I am right now. So that has been very fun and exciting. And I still get a little bit of wine, which is, I like don't want to give it up until I'm pregnant, which that's a lot of information for everyone, but that has hopefully coming soon. And so I don't want to give it up all the way yet because it will have to be given up eventually. So that's it's been fine, really especially fun. if you're seeing the number, the results that you want. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. So that's what I call it at my house is the Sanger salad. I don't put a half an avocado in there like you do. Um, I do a full sometimes. I mean, if, <laughs> if I'm feeling froggy. Um, <laughs> so, and then uh, what, what you're doing, like chicken breast, what, I, what, I, chicken thighs. I'm doing uh, a lot. I'm trying to do more chicken breast. We are doing chicken thighs tonight. Um and we have even done steak and fish. Yeah. Well, and do it too. Um, what what yeah, kind of veggies or what kind of veggies are finding their way in there? Well, it's like I got like baby kale, arugula, and spinach. That's the main. That's bulk. your. That's the bed yep. of greens. And then like tomatoes and mushrooms and onion and. Cucumbers. I know it's not a vegetable, but that's what's going in there. Pine nuts. And then either like a feta or a goat cheese, something like that. Great. And then so, what are you doing? Like uh, oil and vinegar? Are you doing uh, uh, like a dressing? I found, this, I found a dressing. It's called like lemon tahini dress. It's some, it's uh, something, I don't know. I found it at the grocery store. It's really like mild. And so I do that and then balsamic because it's, uh, it's not too like crazy. Needs a little, needs a little more acid in there. Yeah. That sounds yeah. great. Sounds great. I am going to, I can tell that I am going to need a new dressing or like to have like an alternate dressing situation. Mm -hmm. Um, but I haven't, there's one people talk about, it's called like green goddess. So I think that might be yeah, the green one I goddess try. Is a, a popular dressing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I have a different flavor profile. It sounds like than what you're yes, currently doing. Yeah. So I feel like I have kind of figured out how to, I, I just stopped. I stopped, uh, like for the most part, I'm eating pretty much the same thing. Mostly every day, like with like small, like, you know, the protein switches it up, but like taking that mental gymnastic, I was like, I'm too tired to, I'm too tired to see Jason has um, like a big pile of mac and cheese and I have to, to not have that. That's and tough. I was like, I can't. So I'm really grateful that he was like, I'll do it too. It's great. It'll be fun. Um, so that I don't even have that little hurdle, which yeah. is, feels like a little hurdle talking about it. But in like the moment I'm like, I want that this sucks. And I know I can have it. I don't want to, but like I am in that place where I'm trying to cut. Just relax. Or just relax. We can talk about it. It's, it's a fucking dumbbells fitness podcast for Christ's sake. We're have to fucking. Well, I'm just saying I like, I could hear people be like, you could have it. And I'm like, I know I can. I just, I'm not putting but, my I calories. Mean, people to are that. trying. Yes. It's also like, you know, it's also not fair to project whatever shit you're going through onto Aaron, you know, that's right. Everyone that's right. So that's it's like people I like was, went fucking crazy on Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, and it's just like, 
Oh, well, on her bone broth diet. <laughs> but also, I didn't, when I heard that, I didn't think she was saying, like, this is all I ever eat and this is how I do it. It seemed mm-hmm. to me like she was just kind of like laying out some stuff she does and doesn't, you know? And then there's like, ton, like a ton of like TikTok people, like, you know, like being like shocked, like with their faces, like, um, no, you know, yeah. doing all these like fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, if anything, they should be thankful for all the fucking content it provided them. But I know that's what all of this is for. They yeah. love a, everybody loves a a takedown, uh, a, a hot TikTok topic. takedown, TikTok takedown. Now, I don't well, think that that diet, like if that's re- what she's doing all the time, I don't think that's the ideal diet for you know somebody. But you know, I to me, like I you know was able to infer that she's you know, doing more stuff than that, but whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I have enjoyed seeing the hilariously poorly written, um, like headlines. Oh, the clickbait stuff. Yes. And I, I want to see if there's one still, it's like, it's like Facebook news, which is the lowest of news (laughs) anyway. (laughs) It's like the pizza hut of news. It is. It's the Pizza Hut, and there is not a smidge of spinach piled on top of this. So, anyways, if I can find it, I'll read it to you. But it is a... People love to make fun of Gwyneth Paltrow also. She is out of touch, so... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, like, all the fucking goofy shit with goop and everything and all, you know... Right, exactly, exactly. Um, But also... Relax, everybody. Hey, relax. Frankie says relax. Hey, relax. Oh, I got a good dressing for you to try. It's called cheap cheese oil dressing. You just ring out. Is this a real thing? You ring out like cheap bottom of the barrel cheese. Oh, God. You're being funny. (laughs) Oh, God. Should we read one of these emails now that I've gone on and on about my trip? No, that's good. I I I was interested. Okay, let's see here. We've got um, an email coming to us from Kimberly. Aaron Stanger, do you have any thoughts on peanut butter powder? From a quick glance, it has less calorie and fat than regular peanut butter, but still maintains the protein and fiber. I know Aaron mentioned loving peanut butter before, but having to cut back, and I feel like I'm in the same boat. I'm wondering if this is the perfect solution. I've never tried it. I actually just heard Arden Marin talk about it on the Doughboys podcast. She really likes it. Um, I mean, I will say this, that I haven't been willing to go down that road this round of cutting um, weight loss. I have done it in the past and it was a very helpful solution because I do love peanut butter and I want to have it every day. And regular peanut butter is so calorie dense. But here's my question. Is it because there's no oil? Yeah, hundred percent. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was like, what's the science here? I don't understand it. Um, so that's good to know, but I think it's a great solution in the meantime, if you like peanut butter and you need less calories. You're trying to fit. Yeah. Especially if it's got the same, protein and um fiber and you're yeah. still getting a healthy amount of fats i mean you don't want to completely omit 
mm-hmm. you know, good fats from your diet and, you know, nuts can certainly be a great source of that. Um, so, you know, you got, you want to make sure you're paying attention to all that stuff, but if you're trying to cut back on calories and you're a peanut butter stan to um, yeah. overuse a word that's dated that I, <clears throat> you know, cause I'm old. It, um, it does. It, and you brought, you have brought that up a few times this episode. Um, I did. That's why I'm saying don't you, overuse it. You do have to kind of get the right mixture of the water. You've used it before? To, yes, I have used it before. Yeah. And how does it taste? It's like, that's what I'm saying. You have to kind of like add salt, right? No, you don't have to. Um, it's like, it's not salted, right? It's just like nut dust. dust. (laughs) God, ew. That made me barf a little in my mouth. Nut dust. You thinking of balls or something? Yeah. What are you thinking of? Nut dust. Don't act like you're a Puritan all of a sudden. I am. Nut dust. That's the name of this episode. Okay. Um, I have oh, tried it. Oh, oh, you don't need yeah. to add anything. You just have to get good at the, um, the, like the ratio of water to nut dust. <laughs> just right. And then, uh, and there's like, um, PB fit and PB two or like the yeah, two PB two, I think was the one I did, uh, back in the day. Um, but you know, like you, you don't necessarily eat it by itself. I would like put it in my oatmeal or I would put it like, I'd use like, um, like I dip like apples in it. Cause it is like, not exactly, obviously it's not exactly peanut butter, but it's like the closest thing. And it is like, it's, it's not terrible. It's not like, Oh, I, I want to never have regular peanut butter again. Um, so it's, it's a good substitute. It, for the time that you're not having peanut butter. Do elephants like it? Haven't talked to an elephant about okay. it, but I'd be willing to. Okay. Good to know. Here's, here's another email. You ready? You ready? I am. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you were talking to the listeners or to me. <laughs> I was waiting for them to answer and they, okay. Sure fair did. enough. Hey, gurus. Hey, this is starting off great. Oh, hell yeah. This is from Daniel, by the way. Hey, gurus. I've heard you two talk all about protein powders, collagen peptides, and athletic greens, but how do you two feel about all of the various mushroom powders and pills on the market today? Do you take any of them or think they have real value? Or are they just in vogue hippie snake oil? Thanks for all the laughs and content. You're welcome, Danny. Who do you think most of the laughs are from? Uh, from you grimacing at any attempt I make at a joke or anything. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I would say. And was that Stanger or me? We won't. We don't know because I have made that exact sound when Stanger has made some or nut dust joke. Well, I, was it a joke? I don't know. I mean, you're, <laughs> we saw where your brain went immediately. <laughs> I feel like it was a pretty apt description of what peanut butter powder is. It can nut almost dust. be called that. <laughs> Should uh, the dumbbells have nut dust? Uh, we'll make a protein, a protein, uh, sorry, a peanut butter 
dust and we'll call it the dumbbells, not dust. Or like a little like freshener you can drop into your underwear. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My God. The dumbbells brand nut dust. Keep your testicles smelling mighty fresh. Um, Fresh and clean. Y'all want to go to Taco Bell? We're back in LA now. Uh, So... God. I just landed out of that fucking food desert. Where am I going to go? <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> Cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, chicken man. quesadilla. I'm still trashy. It's not like I, I just hey, went away. I, so am I. I. I was, you know, fascinated by that. And I, I miss having like a good old quesadilla. Um, so, you know, I would say the last of what you said there is probably where I fall in with uh, you know, is some it of this- just in vogue hippie snake oil? Yeah, that's yeah. where you're falling. I think so. I mean, I haven't done enough anecdotal research on it. You know, like tried stuff, see how I felt. I think that there is, you know, probably some benefit to it. But the problem is, is like, w- how do you capture whatever is good about these? Is can you do? Do you still get the same benefit if it's freeze dried and mashed up into powder form? And how much? chaga or lion's mane or corseps or whatever these you know mm-hmm. mushrooms are like how much are you getting of them in these various you know powder and tea forms um so i would need to research as to what the best method of delivery is and then try it for a while and see what i'm getting from it you know i don't know that's kind of where i'm at now where where are you thinking what are you thinking no, that's kind of what I I think. It's still kind of it. I, I'm I don't really jump kind of quickly into the nutritional fad stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little more of wait and see what sticks later on. Yeah, I skeptic even feels. I just am like I'll just wait and see if that if that lands anywhere real. Um. So I think the mushroom trend is a little too early for me to to be super interested in it. Yeah, I mean we we you know over time you learn a lot about protein powder and the best method of delivery and what the best mm-hmm. source is and all that and like I truly don't know anything about like the mushroom or I mean I and again like it's not me saying that like there's no benefit to these different kinds of mushrooms. I think there are. There's a lot of cool stuff that they can do yeah. for you and some, some interesting research out there, but I would need to know, you know, how to get them from, you know, the mushroom into me in the most beneficial way where I'm getting the, you know, the full spectrum of whatever this supplement is supposed to provide. And I feel like there's a lot yeah. of people are just, you know, they could be putting like a little fucking eyedropper full of the <laughs> shit in there and just being like, this is, you know, adaptogens or whatever. And it's just like, sure. how much, how much are in there then, you know, and am I getting it? I do well, like I, psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I could have sworn you were always like fucked up on mushrooms. <laughs> I mean, I like them. I'm not always, <laughs> but I like the psilocybin. No, I'm I on it right th- now. <laughs> and I was last time we recorded in the 50 other times before that, but it's not every time. There's a few in there. Not, not. Ev- not the 51st time was totally chill. Right. Yeah. Completely sober. Um, I don't think I've 
I like I like like mushrooms even just like as a mushroom. I like like, I like them barely. Them. I like them barely. Oh, so you, I think you said they were you're putting them in your salad. I guess, but I have them. I have like a certain way. I have to like cut them so that they're really thin because I like a hit of the flavor, but I don't like the the texture of like a a, a full mushroom. Yeah. So I like I'm very like picky about it. So I think that's another reason I kind of hang, hang back from this trend. Do you, will you like dice them up, saute them and throw them in an omelet? Oh, I do love a sauteed mushroom that I do love. What about a stuffed mushroom? Mm, yeah, I'll do that. What about a power up mushroom? Hey, I went to that world. Did you? Mario world. A little small. Very small. Very intense. But I heard pretty immersive and cool if it's not too crowded, which it's going yeah, to be. Yeah, I'd wait for... like two years and then go. <laughs> <laughs> and then go on a Tuesday that is not spring break related. Okay. Or summer or Christmas. I don't know. Um, Do you like a so, one-up mushroom? That's probably the best, right? I mean, that does sound cool. Green. So, Danny, I hope you understand how little we know about mushroom power. Yeah, you may want to um, rethink the guru title. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. More like Gru the- from a <sighs> Hell yeah. Despicable I'll me. take a Gru. I'll take a Gru. What would okay, you rather be, got- Gru or a minion? Great question. I think Gru. He has, he's. Mm, I'd be minion for sure. You'd be a minion? Much more lovable. Would you be the purple like one or like the yellow themselves. one? Like where they go all crazy? The purple one is like the bad guy. The bad <laughs> When they're all like nuts and stuff. I'd much rather be a yellow one like Kevin or Bob or. Yeah, one of the nice are. guys. Yeah. Great. That's a hard hitting question, Stinger. And I appreciate you bringing that to the table. All right. Last email we're going to read today. Okay. Okay. Hi, Dumbbells. Love the show. My wife and I are obsessed with this new Netflix show from Korea called Physical 100. It is a fitness reality competition competition show that pits 100 insanely fit people of different amazing physiques against each other to see which physique is the best. The challenges are an interesting mix, men and women who are CrossFitters, fitness influencers, bodybuilders, MMA fighters, dancers, special military op soldiers, wrestlers, and even a former major leaguer who is playing in the Korean baseball league. He is the one white guy. Our dream is to see Aaron and Stanger take his place. Wow. In the future season. The show is amazing, not only for the physical competition, but for the respectful attitude all the comp... I can't say this word. Competitors have for each other. You guys should check it out if you haven't already. I know you would find it immensely entertaining. All the best, Willie and Sonia from Brooklyn. Producers of Physical 100. (laughs) Coming on a little strong there with the immensely... No, listen, dude. I watched the whole show. As per Aaron's recommendation, we have somebody else that's also watched it and we're going to get them in here to do a full episode on that show. Yeah. So if you guys want to follow along closely with that, um, you should 
start watching the show, at least like the first couple episodes. So you have, you know what we're talking about, but I can give kind of some general thoughts now. And Aaron, you can give some general thoughts now to kind of tease this future episode where we'll do more of a deep dive. Did you finish it? Did you finish the whole? I have not finished it. No. Okay. Um, I finished it. And so I really enjoyed it. And I, I agree with you, um, with, uh, uh, who, what was his name? Willie. I agree with Willie in that, like, there is an interesting morality to the show and um, like respect for one another that I mm-hmm. also found kind of refreshing. You don't see it in like American reality shows. Absolutely. Cause that I was is- like, Oh, you got to, you could fuck this person over right here. This is the strategy. And then like, they don't do that. And you're like, Holy shit. There's a little yeah. bit of honor here, which was kind of refreshing and different. Um, and I like, I like the concept of the show. And I do have some critiques and how it's put together. Ultimately, it's nothing on the athletes or, but there's a, there's a way that they'll kind of stretch things out a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. That I, you know, that is, you know, can be exhausting to where it's like, I I, I watched this whole thing. You got to at least show the conclusion. Yeah. I'm going to come back next episode, but at least wrap this thing up and not stretch it into the next one. And they do yeah. like, they go through like 100 people and it's like, how do all these people get kicked off? And you're like, <laughs> oh shit, you're going to show all this shit? <laughs> yeah, that's why I think I needed a little break because it was a little long is that <laughs> but it's I feel fascinating like when, like, um uh what's it called who wants to be a millionaire where they do like the do 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 and like you build up so long and like yeah. somebody gets close to like a million and then you start over and it's like it's a person it's like um you know what color was clifford the big red dog <laughs> red blue green well, and the person has to like pretend to liberate, like, hmm, okay. He is called Clifford the Big Red Dog. It is like a $50 question. And they're like, I think I'm going to go with red. Is that your final answer? Hmm. Actually, what lifelines do I have left? And then they'll like say the three lifelines. And then the person ultimately decides on red, but you're like, fuck, I don't know if I can fucking go back to the beginning on this. We just soared so we high with somebody. This. Yeah. <laughs> almost getting to like a million dollars, you know, and they keep like bringing the lights up and down and do, 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 like all the music. And so I did feel. <laughs> you felt, uh, who wants to be a millionaire fatigue? A little bit of that, but yeah. we will talk about it and then maybe bring up some specific castmates and, or not castmates, but team, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You cast, could say cast members. Cast members is a good thing. Competitors competitors yeah and so stay tuned for that episode yeah but we do love a show recommendation because it is uh it feels because now after physical 100 now there's dance 100 on netflix as well so Mm. they're just you know and and putting a lot of content out for us i was a little unnecessarily harsh on willie willie i did find the show immensely entertaining and you are right it is a great recommendation too but absolutely I can't lose, you know, listen, I'm, I'm a critical guy and, you know, people do tune in to hear the fucking, what's the word you would use for this, Aaron? Hot takes. Hot takes. Yeah. That's the word I would use. Yeah. I remember like watching back when I was watching, um, American Idol, like everybody, and they would go to the judges who didn't decide who won or lost. They were just kind of there. 
right? right. They don't they don't make the decision. Right, on it. right. They don't. So they would just they be don't. like, "You need to change your look," or whatever it was. You know, like they would give like shitty advice. And I remember it was like right at the time where their salaries came out, and they were getting <laughs> obscene amount of money, yes. like five hundred thousand an episode or something. And I remember mm-hmm. they went to Randy and it was Seacrest. And he was like, who do you think's going to win? Or who do you think's in the running right now of these 10 people? Not even who do you think's going to win? Like, who do you think's got the edge? And meanwhile, he is getting $500,000 an episode as an expert judge. And he was just like, I don't know, dog. I don't know. <laughs> and then like, I remember thinking like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> You, you can, can make just do half this? a million an episode just saying, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it wasn't even like he was saying, I want this person to win or this person will. It was just like, who do you think? And it's like, t- you know, it's okay to be a little unpopular know. and just be like, I don't know, fucking, uh, you know. All these people suck. The, None the of them sideshow Bob got looking guy or whatever, whoever it was, you know, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> um, but it was just like, man, what a fuck. And then they were like, not sure if they're going to come back next season or whatever. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. The, could you imagine if you were like in Vegas, like handicapping, you know, bets and shit. And you're just like, I don't know you know, your guess is as good as mine. It's like, you're a fucking expert. <laughs> Man, what a thing for you to hold in for years and years. And then finally unleash your fury. <laughs> I do justify me being you know having a couple of small critiques about physical 100 yes so, yeah, yeah i think the i didn't want to alienate willie because i agree with of him. of willie willie and sonia the producers of physical 100 are gonna be upset all right well I'm, that's a risk i'm willing to take to make for interesting pod interesting pod um that's all that's all the questions i had that i wanted to bring up today Yes. So we also want to talk to you guys later about, um, uh, Ozempic. How do you say it? Ozempic. Ozempic. I've adjusted uh, a couple letters in there, but we want to, Aaron and I want to get our ducks in a row and do a little bit more research on that so we can be, give you guys an informed discussion of it. So stand, you know, we're teasing that stand by for a future episode on that standing by and, um, we got some good guests lined up for you. So should be good. If you guys want to write us some questions, um, send it to our email at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. We also accept brags, show offs, flexes. Oh, I forgot to talk about that one walking thing we did. Oh, shit. Or what, the walking thing I did. Should I talk about it really fast? Yeah, do you want? Yeah, sure. Well, it's just, it was fun. It's like a new TikTok trend uh, that is called, well, I don't know, is it called it? It. This is what it is. It's like 12-3-30. And it's where you walk on a treadmill at an incline of 12 at a speed of three for 30 minutes. So incline 12, speed three, you're doing it for 30 minutes. Yeah. And, and this is on TikTok right now, people trying it, people doing it. Yeah. Showing their butts. Yeah, low, show their butts. Low Everyone angle wants it. shots. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. a short life. You gotta get those angles right. Gotta, gotta get those off. views. Yeah. Um, but I did it yesterday. It was um I would say the hardest part about it was it was a very mentally taxing 
30 minutes because in your life, you're used to going up a hill for a little bit and then going down or going like flat or something. So it's just going up for 30 minutes and you're using a treadmill. So the, the time is just staring at you. So it was fun. I thought I'd be sore today. I am not sore, which is interesting. Um, I think having long legs made this easier for me than maybe a short-legged person because the three miles an hour was not hard. How do you think Dorf would do on it? Who's Dorf? Dorf on golf. Did you ever see that? <laughs> With like Tim Conway? <laughs> no. Do you know who I'm talking Dorf? about? Yeah. No. Okay, keep going. Okay. Um, Dor- so it was, I was listening to a book so that helped, but staring, I had to like put like a towel on the timer. Cause that was just making me, me just like stare at the timer. Yeah, dude, you so. got to cover that shit up. If you're not looking at, if you don't have to pay attention to any of your metrics there, just like cover that shit. A yeah. watched pot will never boil. But I did like, I looked at my heart rate and it got up to 143, I think was the highest, but it was kind of pretty, pretty much stayed at like 135, 137, which felt good. I was sweaty after and overall I'd do it again. It was, uh, it was my first time back at LA fitness since Christmas. Cause I didn't want to deal with the, the masses and now it wasn't busy. So, Hey. I might go back again. So that's the deal with the 12, 330. You do need access to a, my little treadmill at my house does not have incline. So I couldn't use it. I had to go to the gym that had one, but it was fun. Worth a shot. Some, some little like low intensity cardio, um, to get your little workout in, get your rings closed for the day. So not as hard as the hot girl walk. Not as hard as the hot girl walk because it wasn't, um, it didn't have like the sort of, th- that parameter. <laughs> God. Oh my God. I just what? got a text from Stanger. Dorf on golf. <sighs> You're going to jail. All right. It would be hard for both of those people for different reasons. Um, uh, just to bring people up to speed, the, the whole <laughs> joke of Dorf was is that he would stand on his knees and then put little shoes on his feet or shoes on, <laughs> on his, his knees, knees yeah. to make it look like he was that height. Um, so it would be challenging for him. Did you ever do that yeah. as a kid? Were you? No, I didn't do that as a kid. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Did you? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, um, we can't all be perfect. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I did. It was fun. Cause high girl I, walk was hard. Hot, and this, and this was more, walk is also an hour and yeah. you're trying to get that, that mile in 15 minutes, which it's when you're walking casually, it's really hard to do. You have to be like really focused the whole time. And this you one was a like little bit break. more tuned out, but just tedious in that, you know? Yes. Okay. Tedious. Um, I, you know, I would say if you're out there, the main thing is like, don't hold on to the sides. Of oh the, yeah. Like that takes part of the, you're not getting the, the core challenge work. away. Yeah. And so, um, you shouldn't drape it, it, yourself over the handlebar. Is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy behind me who was holding on to the handle, a uh, hand rails. And I was like, Hey bro, 
quit. I didn't say anything to him, but I did want to. So that is that little TikTok challenge. So if you find any of those, I will try it. I'll try to get Stanger to try it and just send them on over. They're fun for me. Uh, the nutrition ones I care less about, but the the exercise ones are we'll fun. We'll do them. We'll be your little canaries in the coal mine, your little guinea pigs. Yeah. So I'm Italian. Email Aaron's us. Not. What? <laughs> Nothing. Just, what? I said I'm Italian. You're not, but you know, I'll I'll be I'll be your guinea pig. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh God, I'm glad we went back. That's <laughs> um. So you can you can I we're I, I don't think we have a TikTok. Maybe we should, but you can you can show us them on Instagram. It's the same thing. Um, and the government might shut down TikTok anyway. So just uh, send it to us on Instagram. It is uh, a surveillance tool. <laughs> Yeah. Which is so, a little scary. Uh, oh yeah. The Instagram is at the dumbbells. At the dumbbells <laughs> across all social media platforms. <laughs> Check us out on IG. That's what we use the most. Yeah. yeah ask the dumbbells at gmail.com for that email one more time. Send us stuff. We love to hear it. Um, and stay tuned for those future eps that we teased. If you enjoyed this show, Tell somebody about it. Tell somebody about it. Come on. Subscribe, write a review. Um, Like the good old days. Yeah. People like somebody got mad one time. Like, well, stay like, like we're NPR where they do like a whole week where they ask for money or whatever. When we were like, we were asking, we're not even asking for money. Yeah. We're just asking for some reviews. So do it Uh, on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan um, or McGowan, as her mom likes to say, we are the Dumbbells, and we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>